0: the
1: To celebrate the birth of Jesus, we are here to celebrate uh, Christmas to, to remember this is the night uh, when angels appeared to shepherds when when uh, Christ was born in a manger or born in a, uh, in a stable and, and laid in a manger and 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 this is the day that we celebrate um, we celebrate like this is happening um, and tomorrow of course is our day that we remember, but like like this evening we're gathered together to worship and to remember and to celebrate and um, as we begin this. Um, I, I want to start. Actually, Rebecca is, at, is to blame for, for part of how this service is going to go because we we had this long conversation a few weeks ago about how, as much as we celebrate Christmas, we're celebrating the birth of Christ. We're celebrating God becoming one of us, and and living amongst us, and bridging that gap between us and heaven, and like like providing a way for us to go to God because like we're, we're forgiven from our sins. And, and these are wonderful things like, like that is the big picture. That is the thing that we're here to remember. That's the thing that we're here to celebrate. Um, and so my, my verse for this week uh, where we're starting, um, except my slides aren't going to cooperate, and so I've got to reset it, so I've got to read from the screen. Um, what just happened? I lost my slide. Can you back it up one dearest? Oh, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as as Christ Jesus who being in the very nature of God did not consider equality with God as something to be used to his own advantage can you <laughs> rather he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness and being found in as in appearance as a man he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Um, we did talk about this verse a few weeks ago, but it is a huge one. Um, Christ, like the Son of God, who, who before all of the world existed, who um, is all-powerful, is, is through him all things were created. Um, he didn't see equality with God. He didn't see that position and that authority as something to grab hold of and to own and to, to control like instead, like, and this is what we're celebrating, right? This is Christmas. He stepped into the world and became one of us. Like he became one of us in one of the one of the most backwater, nowhere places in the world at one of the most difficult times to be alive in history. Um, and he changed the course of human history. He changed our our lives. Like he he changed everything between man and God. And so we're here today um, to celebrate that that. That God Himself was born as a baby. He He stepped into our world. Um, his birth was witnessed by shepherds, who everybody hated in the ancient world. They were dirty and they smelled bad, and everybody considered them to be probably the most dishonest people in the world. And like, like, you know, and and pagan wise men. The wise men were probably pagan priests. Um, all of these folks gathered around, and, and they witnessed and celebrated the birth of our Savior. And so this evening, we're here to celebrate. We're here to sing. We're here to 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 join in with the angels as they gather around the shepherds and, and sang God's glory, um, and so we're going to continue with with uh, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, which is one of my favorites because we're we're remembering this evening like God Himself stepped into our world and the angels celebrated.
0: Hark the. Her- Sing glory to the newborn King, peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations, rise, join the triumph of the. Sky.
1: I, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna touch on a few of the verses that we looked at, uh, through the course of this sermon series, and one of my favorites, um, honestly, I was like, what, what just happened? Oh, it's the Phillipses. <laughs> Fortunately, we had several rows open. Um, we're, we're, <laughs> we're gonna tour some of the verses we've done already this, this, uh, sermon series for Christmas, um, and the reason is because, because, um, because, We've been focusing on various aspects of the central message of of Christmas, and the one we're looking at today uh, is Isaiah. Or this, at this point, is Isaiah 6:1-5. This is Isaiah was one of the prophets. This is about 700 years before, uh, before uh, the birth of Christ, Um, and Isaiah uh, goes into the temple one day for his temple service, and um, and and he records what happened. He says he sees God. Um, he literally sees, and I lost part of my passage there. Um, it's in the year that King Isaiah died, he says, I, I saw the Lord, and his glory filled the temple. Like his, the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings, they covered their faces. With two wings, they covered their feet. And with two wings, they were flying. Now, watch this. So seraphim are angels. And so, like, God himself appears to Isaiah in the temple, and these angels, as they're praising God, are covering their faces. And the reason they're covering their faces is to be in God's presence and to see God's presence is overpowering, right? It is, um, I, I try, it's hard to compare it to things. Um, I I remember the first time I held my daughter and I, I looked down at her and all I could think of was, wow. You know, or when I when I stood on my wedding day and I looked down the aisle and I saw my wife, you know, walking down the aisle and I... I said to myself, wow. Um, or, or I've said this recently quite a few times. I, I, this time of year is perfect for the morning because you get out and, like, as you're driving the kids to the elementary school, you, you drive up Main Street and the Main Street sort of frames up the mountains and the sunrise. And, and the Montana sunrise has this habit of not staying where it's supposed to be. It, it kind of goes about 270 degrees around and it goes about, you know, halfway through the sky. And I, I stop and I say, wow. Um, but all of those are, are nothing in comparison to what these, an- these angels see every day. Um, they see God. They stand in his presence, or they you know, are in his presence, and they have been since the creation of the world. And they cover their faces because he is so glorious that it's overwhelming. They cover their feet as a sign of respect, um, and, and they fly. And, and as they fly, they call to one another, holy, 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 is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is filled with his glory. At the sound of their voices, the the doorposts and the threshold shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, for I am ruined, uh, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live amongst a people of unclean lips. My eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Um, The reason I like this verse and the reason I'm using this, because we're talking about Christ coming, and, and it is impossible to put it into perspective how much of a movement God went from being, I mean, God, right? Like Moses asked to see God's glory, and God said, nope, you can't see my glory straight on. I will pass by you, and I'll allow you to see me from behind. And so he, like, tucks Moses into some rocks, and he walks by, and Moses sees him from behind. And he's overwhelmed, and he glows afterward for being in God's presence. Like he glows like a light bulb, um, not like Rudolph. Um, but he glows and, and he's overwhelmed by it. Um, there's a, there's a spot in the book of Acts where Paul is probably stoned to death and it, and he's, you know, brought back to life afterward. Um, but in, um, second Corinthians, he records this vision. He had, whether he was dead or whether he was uh, having a vision in a dream, he wasn't sure, but he talks about going into God's throne room and seeing the heavens. And he said, it was indescribable. Like and he heard things that he couldn't even put to words how amazing it was. Now, why am I talking about this? Well, because God went like Jesus Himself, like God's Son went from being worshipped night and day um, by angels, um, surrounded by the most beautiful city you could imagine. So much so that it defies words. Um, if you read Revelation, it talks about the the city of heaven, like you know, the city of New Jerusalem in the heavens. And, like, he talks about it being, you know, paved with gold and diamonds. And, I mean, it's it's so much. Um, and, and I think he's doing the best he can. Paul calls it indescribable. Um, but Jesus, um, God's son, went from being in this place, worshipped constantly, gloried constantly, um, you know, in the presence of the Father, in the presence of the Spirit. Um, and he stepped into our world um, and walked around on two feet. And he was potty trained, right? Like we all, maybe some of us have done this potty training thing. It is a load of fun. I'm sure it's even harder when you're going through it, but he was the son of God who had to have his diaper changed. Like literally like the son of God who could command uh, things to exist, who, um, when he went to Sodom and Gomorrah could call fire down from the heavens. Um, I mean, he is, he is all that, I mean, just amazing and impressive and helpless as a baby, um, and eventually arrested, um, for a crime, you know, for nothing, literally like an innocent man arrested and beaten and whipped and crucified, like, because he loves you because when you screw up, God doesn't want you thrown out of his presence because God loves you so much. He would go to any length to draw you to him because he loves you so much um, that he would do Christmas. Like God himself would literally become one of us, walk amongst us, um, eat the same food that we eat, deal with the dirt and get in the flu sometimes and everything else. Um, The God who created all things because he loves you. And so we celebrate Christmas. What we're celebrating is God's son walked amongst us. Um, God realized we could never climb up to him. And so he climbed down to us because he loves you. Um, and that's worth worshiping. That's worth like singing about. Um, the next song we're going to do is a come, a come Emmanuel and Emmanuel literally means God amongst us or God is with us. And this is from Isaiah where, where Isaiah is told, Hey, and us, you know, the, the virgin will be with child and we'll call him Emmanuel, meaning God is with us because that's who Jesus was. He was God with us. Um, let's worship God. Let's sing the song. Uh, when I was in high school, there was a, uh, uh, I, I went to high school in in the suburbs of washington d c and there was a a, a famous novelist, um, actually a very famous, very wealthy novelist um, who uh, who came and visited my high school and and They had a bunch of the high school English classes come and listen to him talk and and as he was talking. Um, my English teacher, I wasn't there for this, um, but my English teacher brought him a cup of coffee because he had asked for a cup of coffee. And she accidentally spilled the coffee on his pants and on the floor. And so she got down on her hands and knees, and she is cleaning the floor in front of this author. And he said, oh, stop. My suit's worth more than that floor. Like, don't worry about it. That's that's humble, right? <laughs> Not at all. Like, not at all. Like, like um, the reason I'm starting with this is generally folks who are important know they're important, right? Like, it's rare to meet somebody who's important or wealthy who isn't totally aware of the fact. Um, when we look at the Christmas story, when we look at the story of, um, of the incarnation, uh, which is, is a fancy word that means God becoming man, um, and we're going to go back to Philippians for a second here. This is the second half of this verse. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. Um, again, we talked a minute ago about sort of the excess of like the glory and the power and the constant worship that God like experiences. And has experienced since before time was a thing. Like, like before time existed, he experienced this, this worship. And God himself stepped into our world and became a servant. Um, probably my favorite bit from, from the Gospels, uh, um, and I say that about a lot of parts of the Gospels, but like in John, there's this spot where Jesus is at the Last Supper, and he washes the disciples' feet. And the disciples are offended. They're like, whoa, hold on. You can't do that. Um, And this is something I've talked about on Sunday mornings a few times in ancient Jewish culture for a like for a servant to wash like a person's feet was considered the most humiliating job. In fact, we have um, in literature like ancient literature. There are jokes told in books about like the guy who had to wash feet like they everybody made fun of him. Right. Um, He is he is the lowest of the low. Um, And and. Like for a, a master, for a teacher to wash his his disciples' feet, um, it was actually illegal. A master could not require a disciple to wash his feet. like in fact, a master couldn't require a rabbi could not require a disciple to tie his shoes for him. Um, but J- Jesus, like God, like, worship by angels showed up and he bowed down in front of his disciples, and like these guys with their nasty walk in the dirt roads with animals everywhere feet like and he washed their feet himself um, took the most humiliating job and he said listen this 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 is my example to you this is how you love each other this is how you serve each other this is the attitude you take when you deal with each other because Christ that's the attitude he takes even by showing up and being one of us he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness um, and then he died on the cross. Like, like, to die on a cross was one of the most humiliating, painful, miserable experiences you could have. Um, they would literally hang you naked in front of a crowd of people, and you would hang there, and they would, they would keep you there, and they'd bring crowds out to make fun of you. Sometimes animals would come along and, you know, like, bite you or eat parts of you or whatever. It was a bad way to die. It took hours and hours and hours, and Christ endured this, again, because he loves you. Quiet boy. Um, because he loves you. Because he loves you so much um, that he would go to any length to be with you, to draw you back to him, to make you right before him. Um, Hebrews 2, this is the last verse I'm going to do, and we'll do another song here. Um, but in Hebrews 2, uh, um, the writer of Hebrews records, he talks about Jesus. Um, this is 2 9. Um, But we do see Jesus, who was made lower than the angels for a little while, now crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. Now watch this. It says that he was made lower than the angels. The angels worshipped him, like, all the time. Could you imagine being surrounded by people who, like, worship you all the time and then saying, hey, I'm going to step down a notch and be lower than you guys for a while. Like, we're going to jump down into the into the the mail room for a while you guys you guys keep doing your thing i'm gonna i'm gonna i mean like like beings that were created specifically to worship him he lowered himself lower than those guys um and he tasted death for everyone again like when we celebrate christmas what we're celebrating is god is kicking off a plan that makes it so you and i won't taste death and we may die physically but in the blinking of an eye Like the resurrection, right? That's what the scriptures promise over and over again. And we see in Jesus on Easter, the resurrection, the whole Christmas story, all of it boils down to this. Christ humiliated, humbled, takes this low spot out of love for you, takes death on our behalf. And because of that, we can be right before God. And we don't have to earn it. It's... By faith, it's grace. It's a gift. We give gifts to each other. We don't have to earn them. My kids are going to get gifts tomorrow. Some of them deserve them significantly less after today. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but they don't have to earn those gifts. I give them gifts because I love them, right? Christ is a gift God gives us because he loves us. Because in God's very nature, he is loving and he is graceful. And he shows his greatness and his glory by being merciful to us um as we continue to worship we're going to sing away in a manger and like think about this as you're singing this is your as you're worshiping god with this song um a manger is a trough right like i i've been on a couple of farms here recently troughs are not nice right like we don't generally dump the baby in a trough um we wouldn't certainly keep the king of the universe in a trough um like this is how God humbled himself for you how Christ came and humbled himself for you um, by coming and becoming low and and a child because he loves you that much No more. So um, I, I – as we talk about Christmas, we talk about the incarnation. I want to kind of – the next to the last thing we're going to talk about here um, is the why, right, um, is the why. Uh, this is Romans 8. Um, For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. Now, I'm going to unpack this because it's really dense stuff, right? What the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh. Now, the law is, you know, do this, don't do that. We all know the law, right? And we all know that there are some things that are okay and some things that are not okay. And you've got to do your best to 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 have a big enough pile of good chips on this side and a small enough pile of bad chips on that side. And then you'll get into heaven. Except, like, that's exactly not how it works. Um We don't earn our way into heaven by outnumbering our good deeds on our bad deeds. Because you know what? Like the way that it works is one single chip on the bad side is enough. Like we cannot earn heaven ever. If I throw a rock at my kid or if my kid says something in the middle of church that's really embarrassing, he cannot call that word back, right? Um, He can't do it. Once the rock is released, once the words are out there, once the decision is made, there ain't no rewinding. I wish there was. You know, I wish there was a little remote I could carry on. Oh, let me undo that dumb thing I just did. But but we don't get that. Um, And no matter how many rules there are, and there are folks who will add a 100 thousand new rules every day to come up with different ways oh if you do this and don't do that and you give this much money and you serve this way or you do this then you'll be acceptable to god like vote this way or or wear these kinds of clothes you can never ever ever follow laws well enough because inside of us there's a part of us that will always look at the rules and say i'm pretty sure i can break that rule right i mean does anybody else have trouble with that like i see a rule and i start figuring out how to get around it um and and we're good at it like people are good at it um because in our flesh like we naturally we naturally rebel it's what we do um and god looks and he says i can't give them more rules to save them i can't give them more rules to bring them to me because god's desire was for us to have a relationship with them and so god says i cannot give enough rules to make people right before me they will never get to that point they need new hearts they need to be new people they need forgiveness. Um, And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. He's saying, so Jesus comes in the form of man. He lives this perfect life. He gets punished for sin he never committed. And what God does is he moves all of our sin over to him. And when he looked on Jesus on the cross, he saw every wicked thing I ever did. And he poured his wrath out on Jesus. And then when he looks at me and he looks at you, and he looks at you, and he looks at you, he sees Jesus. Perfect, sinless, like, beloved Jesus. Um, I was talking to a group of kids the other day, and they asked me to explain it to them, and I said it would be a little like if you could sneak into the school office and take the permanent record of the smartest kid in school and switch it with yours. And then he has to go to, like, clown college, and you get into Harvard, right? Like, Christ took our permanent record and got the punishment we earn. Um, God sees Christ in us, sees us good, and so when we celebrate Christmas, what we're celebrating, it's not you know like like the line from the movie. It's not oh three pound two ounce baby Jesus lying there helpless. It's not that. It is God Himself coming to die for you, coming to make you right with Him because He loves you that much. I, Rebecca and I uh, and, and Jeremy we discussed what song to do next and I feel like this is the perfect one because like, how much love is in that like how deep the love that God has for us that he would go that far
0: how deep the Father's love for us how vast beautiful Chosen One Bring many sons to glory Behold the man upon the cross My sin upon his shoulders Ashamed I hear my mocking voice call out
1: Song. First 1 John 3.16. This is not John 3.16. It's 1 John 3.16. It's a letter he wrote. Um, and he, he uh, in this letter, he's writing to a church. He says, by this we know love. He laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. Um, like God demonstrates how much he loves us by this. Like, like Christ laid himself down for us. Like when I didn't even like me, Christ died for me. When, when I was wicked and nobody in their right mind would would do a, do a darn thing for me, Christ died for me. When, when you were hopeless and you were empty and you were lost, Christ died for you. When you, know, you had no, no redeeming qualities, Christ came and found you and died for you. Because God loves you that much. This is how we know what love is. Like, he stepped down from from glory um, to humiliation because he loves you. Um, John 3.16, we all know this one, though, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believed in him would not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. Um, what Jesus is saying here, this is Jesus talking. Um, he's saying, listen, God sent me because he loves you, because he loves the world, because he wants to redeem it. Like tomorrow morning, we're opening our Christmas presents. It's easy to forget. We're celebrating God, like giving us the ultimate gift, right? When we sing our songs, we are celebrating God giving us the ultimate gift. When we're enjoying, you know, the feast that we eat, right? This is God sending the ultimate gift. A gift you can't earn, you don't deserve, because he loves you. What love is, is demonstrated perfectly in that. I mean, we look at mother's love, and we look at brotherly love, and we look at marriage love, and all these other kinds of loves, and they seem so amazing, but ultimately everything, you know, that we are given in that arena is kind of a shadow of this version of love. God loves you this much. We, uh, every year we end our, um, we end our Christmas Eve service a silent night. Um, and I, I want to tell you, um, everybody should have a candle. I'm going to have, Jess, to you turn the lights off? Um, or Daniel, it's uh, um (laughs) the uh we we always finish with silent night and and we light candles and here's the reason for this um the world we live in is dark you know if you don't believe me go home and turn the news on and you'll discover that even on christmas eve we can't manage to love each other or be nice to each other um in the gospel of john it says that christ came to bring light into a dark world and as we light our candles as we sing silent night Um, I want you to remember, I want you to reflect, I want you to understand um, that light that Christ came to bring into the world, like it lights up inside us when we believe, when we follow him, when we become new people, like we are lit up with the fire of the spirit, with this new life, and we become a light to everyone around us. And that light, we spread it when we share Christ, when we share his love, when we are his people in the world, it spreads. And before long, that light like in us, Um, The light of the fire, the spirit can spread and it can change things. Um, It can bring Christ, it can can bring God's kingdom into this world. Um, And so as we sing, I want you to worship and I want you to remember, like we are celebrating the light that came into the world, this new light, this blessing that we receive um, that all began on that silent night. Stand up. This is always a bit of a selfish thing for me. Um, I, I love Christmas Eve and looking out and seeing like everybody's faces lit with candles. And, and I get to remember this this moment where um, I recognize that I'm surrounded by people who like the light of Christ in them, like lights their faces up, like in a very dark world. And so as you walk out of here and you celebrate Christmas tomorrow, and as you touch the lives of those around you, as you... As you share the love of Jesus with the people you encounter, like, understand, you know they they they're gonna see that light. Um, this is the gift God has given you, and it's the gift that you get to give to the folks around you. I see parents holding their kids, and I see folks that were little kids when I first came here, and I'm blessed to see Christ in them, like new lives and new hearts. Um, this is the biggest gift I get every year. Thank you guys. Praise God for the gift that He gave us in Christ. Have a Merry Christmas, folks.